In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. From the beginning of John's Gospel, we see his focus on the Word and who the Word is. And at the beginning of Advent, right before Christmas, we walked through this triumphal entry text as we looked at God bringing peace on earth and goodwill to men foreshadowing this coming Good Friday and this coming Easter where Christ would bring peace between creation and God. But that word was there in the beginning, and that word carried on. That word carried on from the beginning. That word carried on through the fall when Adam and Eve rejected the love and graciousness of God and tried to rest that control from him and put it into their own hands and put them in the place of God. That word carried on through Cain killing Abel. That word carried on through a flood where Noah was in the ark with his family. That word carried on through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Word carried on while God's chosen people were in Egypt. That word carried on as Moses led the people through the wilderness. That word carried on through kings, whether good or fallen, the word carried on. Our words carry on in ways too. It's always interesting to think about. Have you ever heard a really good joke? Really, I don't have one for you right now. But have you ever heard a really good joke? And you go, man, I need to remember that one. And then you'd go to tell it for the first time and you remember like 80% of it and it falls flat. Then the next time you go to tell it, maybe you get it right on. The next time you go to tell it, you can't even remember how it started. The word didn't carry on very well. There's other words we say. There's other words we use. As a kid, I always remember hearing, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. <laughs> really? Had a lot of words hurt me. A lot of words. And when those words come from ones we love, they sink even deeper. They carry on even longer. And they hurt even harder. And our words do that. And unfortunately, those seem to be the words sometimes that last the longest and hurt the most. And more often than not, we can hear those words coming out of our mouth and it's like you want to just grab onto them and rein them back in and pretend like they were never said. But the words have landed and the words carry on. And those words that start to break people down, even our loved ones at times break our loved ones down and then relationships break and things falter and those words carry on. Sometimes it seems like it's all we can do to try and mend the pieces of whatever was left, and yet we still feel broken and busted in the middle of that. I think of God's word carrying on through his people as we saw David come in and unify God's people, and then Solomon build the temple. God, in the presence of his people in a permanent way, as he had been in the tabernacle with Moses in a transitory way as they moved around, yet even in the middle of that presence of God, the people's words would turn from God. 
Solomon himself would turn from God. The temple would get destroyed, but yet that word carried on as God's chosen people were taken into exile in Babylon. And in exile, in this place where they were away from their homeland, away from their city, yet that word continued to carry on through the prophets and through all those that would speak God's word on his behalf to the people so that they would continue to hear from their Lord and from their God. And it's one of those prophets that we heard in our gospel reading. You see, the people had come back from Babylon. They were now in Jerusalem. They were reunited in their homeland, yet without a full leadership. And Zechariah preaches to them. He says, hey, have hope. Your king is coming. When you see your king coming on a colt, you'll know that that's him, a king powerful and mighty to bring righteousness back to his people and bring an age in where they will be lifted up, where they will be cared for, where things will be right, where things will be good. When you see it happening, look for this powerful and mighty king coming in humility. And the word carried on. 500 years later, we walk into today. We walk into Palm Sunday. We walk into this day coming before the Passover, this day when all of the Jews that were scattered about were coming into Jerusalem to celebrate this great feast where God had redeemed his people out of Egypt, where God had taken his people and showed that he cared for them, where God had made his relationship with his people sound and secure and even at the beginning of the ten commandments before you even get to the first commandment he said i am the lord your god who redeemed you out of egypt and made you my people now this is how you'll live as my people palm sunday during that time when everybody was coming into jerusalem there was a group of folks that had heard what jesus had done with lazarus just a short while before a man that had died, a man that had been in a tomb for at least four days, a man who had been, as his sister said, stinketh in the King James, if you ever read that version. She knew he was gone, and she lamented that Jesus hadn't been there sooner. Yet he raised him. Ben mentioned not knowing many people that had been raised. That's true, but Lazarus was one of them. Lazarus was raised from the dead by Jesus and he brought him to life and people saw this and there were two reactions. Some folks said Jesus is Lord and others said we need to plot to try and figure out how to kill Lazarus again. But those folks, they saw the word in action. They saw Jesus in action. They saw the powerful, creative word bring life back to Lazarus as he walked around. And they went about as this entry was happening, as Jesus is on a colt and going in. The disciples who were part of the larger group who saw what Jesus had done with Lazarus were proclaiming his power and his righteousness and his glory. And they were saying, here comes our Messiah. Look, humility on a colt. Riding in. Here he comes. Things are going to get good. Palm Sunday. It's a day of celebration. That entry was a day of celebration where the word carried on in one of the most humble ways as they entered into the fanfare and the hype 
and the ceremony, yet that humble word carried on. And this week, we'll look at that last week. Where Jesus came into Jerusalem, he came into the temple, and that word carried on into an upper room. Word carried on into an upper room where he promised to be with his disciples in bread and in wine in that meal. We'll celebrate that on Thursday. And that word carried on again to a cross. And on Good Friday, we'll sit at the foot of that cross. And we'll see the weight of our sins upon Jesus' shoulders as the lights go out and the darkness comes in. And we wonder, how far will the word carry on? See, it's in that darkness where our hurtful words were taken. It's in that darkness and in that depth where Jesus took the things where we have said and the things that we have done that have broken our relationships and broken things down and broken things between us and God or even with each other. And he takes them there and he says, look, my word is more powerful. And my word that brought life to Lazarus will bring life to creation. You see, as we walked into Advent and we talked about peace on earth coming in Jesus, and we look at Good Friday and Easter and we talk about peace between creation and God earned solely through Christ because He is the Word. The word that was there in the beginning, the word that was made flesh, the word that died on our behalf, and the word that continued to speak in life after Easter. Because the word didn't die. Jesus lives. And Jesus lives for you, and he lives to bring forgiveness, and he lives to bring life. And so that word, as it is spoken, his words, his words of Love and forgiveness done for us by Him alone are beautiful words. Words that will endure through all the ages. Words that cannot be taken away. Words that no matter what sickness comes in or what strife happens, words that cannot be dissolved. Because they're eternal words. And the words Jesus will carry on for you and for all those baptized in his name. Amen. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you for the word that you have given us where we read about Jesus. And not just about him, but we read in what he has done for us and the life that he brings and the truth of your hand in history from the very beginning up until this day where you promised to be with us through the end of the ages by your Spirit and all accomplished through Christ's work. In his holy name we pray, amen.